Today, we're going to be talking to Gregory Fanning, who is hopefully the future of this party. We're getting rid of the gray-haired old men, and we're bringing up the new generation. It's time to do a podcast. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. So, oh, Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I got to bring you two on as my hype men all the time. Oh, all you have on. to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave right. the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves. Today, we got Greg Fanning here. Greg Fanning is a 20-year-old current chairman of Lorain County Young Republicans Club. Is that right? Young Republicans? Huh? PAC. Oh, it's a PAC. Yeah. You guys are actually a PAC? Yeah. All right. Young Republicans PAC. Uh, And he's also running for local office here. We're going to get into all that with Greg. Greg, welcome. Thank you for having me, Jim and Dan. And this is the first uh, guest that we've had that uh, cannot have a drink with us. Yeah, 20 years old. So I want that noted. Anybody who's watching, we're not feeding this kid alcohol. <laughs> Me and Dan now. I mean, we got this Whole kid by like- another story. We got, both of us have this kid by double. I think- <laughs> This old, is the first time in my life where I can look at a kid and say, I'm old enough to be your dad. Nice. No, not nice, Jim. That's your job. I'm old enough to be your dad. No, <laughs> no, not no quite. that don't not work. Quite. That don't work. But uh, still- all right. Welcome, I Greg, agree. man. I, uh, I appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Um, Listen, we're at a point right now where we always come to the, to, to the point where people are talking to our children and teaching our children. And we, we, we don't have control of that, what's going on in the schools. And we know how the public schools are run. And when these kids come out, they're, they're nothing like us. And, and we, we hope they are, we, we think they would be after a while. And that's not how, ever how it goes. So when we run into someone young who's active and trying to get into it, um, we, we want to have you on and give you a platform to talk. Oh, well, thank you. Well, let's talk about your history real quick, your upbringing here, right? Uh, dad is a strong Christian conservative, right? Yes. Uh, actually worked for Hillsdale College. Still does. Oh, he still does. Yes. Okay. Working for Hillsdale College, which is one of the premier conservative colleges, if not the premier conservative It's where they call it a cons- conservative liberal arts college. Liberal arts. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I don't feel like those two words would go together, yeah, but, yeah, but liberal arts isn't, but who's, traditional liberalism. Something. You know who the most famous yeah. alumni I think is from Hillsdale? Who? Pat Sajak. Oh, there you go. Is that right? Yeah. Pat oh, no, Sajak. actually he's not an alumni. He he's a executive. He's on the board of trustees. Oh. But he never went. He never, he tried to. Who's the most famous? Do you know who the most famous uh, graduate is, you think, um, in your estimation? I'm trying to remember his name. He was a military general. Can't be and, that famous then. And the, uh, they're saying, may fire when ready, Gridley. Gridley went to Hillsdale. Mm. All right. Yeah. Okay. But how about, how about somebody that everybody would know? Oh. <laughs> it's well, Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, Pat, or, uh, Pat, uh, Hillsdale. I know requires all incoming freshmen to, to uh, take Constitution 101. Yes, correct? really, absolutely. Yes, they do, wow. and that is a mandatory course for Hillsdale that you have to get through it. You have to pass it, and uh, yeah, all incoming freshmen. I think that's the first course, right? One of the first. One of the first courses. Yeah, and it's a and if you haven't taken the Constitution 101 course, because I have, that ain't no joke, bro. That is not. We're not just reading the Constitution and and you know talking about the Second Amendment here. I mean, that's a deep dive for and it's a one-on-one it's class. A, it's, a, it's a biblical college, and it's been there for a while. So it's a yeah. historically biblical college. Now, you want to know free what the crazy, craziest thing about it is? Free will. Free will. Who's, who's will? That's just what they, that's the name <laughs> oh, of Oh, not free will. Lee. Dan's free. not very religious. Oh, oh I see. 
<laughs> the craziest thing for me though is Hillsdale. Where is Hillsdale located? Hillsdale, Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. Oh. One of the most liberal states in the country. Okay. Yeah. They have to hate it. I but, would imagine that the state of Michigan yeah. hates that Hillsdale is there. But it's in the most conservative counties in Michigan, funny enough. Right. Hillsdale County. Oh, I bet it is. Hillsdale, Michigan, <laughs> Hillsdale College. <laughs> yeah, I bet it Hillsdale is. County, yeah. I bet it is. So, so um, well, get in. I mean, what, how about your upbringing? So I actually, well, I guess to, since we're talking about Hills, I actually went there for a year, attended there for a year. Now I go to Regent University online. So getting a, a, a Hillsdale too hard. No, he said he did that so he can well, fo- I mean, focus it, on it, campaigns. It, it's, Thanks, it's, it's not just that. It's, You're it's the worst more about just um, <laughs> Hillsdale is very intellectual and I'm looking for the more practical and Regent is a more practical type of, they have, they have a program called the government school, the Pat Robertson school mm-hmm. of government. And they have a program you're majoring in government, a bachelor's of art and government. And I'm doing the government degree, which is a more practical option, which works better for me. Okay. So that's Fair why enough. I'm doing that. But I, uh, I grew up in Virginia. My uh, dad was doing fundraising for Hillsdale on the East coast still does. We just, he can live anywhere. Cause as long as an airport, he can do it. Yeah. And um, Virginia was that close to DC? Uh, about 10 minutes. Alexandria, oh. Virginia. So he's a young fed, Jim. Yeah. I know fed. it. He's a young fed. All right. Well, hey, as always, we appreciate your support. We got to yeah. go. We got to go. Yeah. Got the feds in the house. I actually forgot my badge. Yeah. yeah. But you know what he yeah. did? That's what they all say, Jim. You know what he didn't forget? His wire. Oh, yeah. 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 It's in the pin now. <laughs> That's why he keeps turning that way. Every time you talk, he's like. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I really wanted to touch base with you about the schools. Now you didn't right. go to your, to the, to like the natural public school. I didn't go to public school going, growing yeah. up, but uh, so the schools that you did go to, did you see uh, since, you know, your I got nieces and nephews older than you, you know, and they all came out of school saying the same thing. It's an indoctrination camp is what they say. So um, some kids make it out and a lot of kids don't was yes. pri- was private school. Kind of the same because you got to imagine all the administration yeah. and all the teachers are, are always going to lean that way unless you got like a cool. Gym well, I mean, I, I I think it's a different set of problems when you're in private school. It's not so much the indoctrination aspect. It's more about the learning aspect. And when I say that, uh, I ask friends of mine, do you feel like you're learning in the and they said no. Mm-hmm. I asked myself the question. And I felt the same way. And that's just I'm just and that's just an honest thing. I mean. And I, I mean, I think it was a very, it's a classical, classical, they call it, it was, they, they said it was the closest thing to a classical education you could find. I, I start to believe when you're in high school, you should start exploring your career path and more and less so just your general ed. I believe college and should be more about, you know, focusing on your specialty and high school should be more about exploring what options are out there. And, and elementary, middle school should be about learning the basics, reading, writing, arithmetic, phonics. All that good well, stuff. I assume your dad's a strong conservative yes. and I assume since you went to a private school, he's probably got a say in the curriculum and things that are happening there. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's got a lot more say the parents yeah. as a whole have yeah. a lot more say, right? So obviously he had to feel comfortable with what they were teaching you about America, yes. right? About the history of America, yes. about what made America great. Now I'm not saying they were Hillsdale. They were, they were certainly not preaching, you know, uh, American exceptionalism but they probably weren't, I'm not supposed to swear, but they probably weren't shitting on uh, America, like public schools well, do. there was a time when I was in my uh, American history class and the teacher said um, he called President Trump's ice camps 
concentration camps. That so he, where's he working now? He still works at the high school. Jesus. Um, that happened. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. I know we told you in the pre that we weren't going to out people. No, no just that, kidding. That, we don't, we don't yeah. do that here. No, we could out there. That, that happened one time. And then he also got a very interesting take on January 6th also. And he put out a video to the whole class about it too. Um, Al, this was yeah, at high school. This is in high school. And then uh, there was the, uh, graduation quotes. A lot of people in my graduating class did not have their quotes in there. My quote was, um, from president Trump. I forgot what it was. And that was my favorite quote. Um, that's the problem. I can't remember it. This but, virus came from China. Yeah. China, <laughs> it was China. something like that. Um, <laughs> and they didn't but, put it in the book. Yeah. No, they didn't put it in. Uh, There's a bunch of missing quotes in, in my high school yearbook. And yeah. I think it was all political. So I, you know what? This yeah. is just, this is reason yeah. 1,374,962 to homeschool your children. For homeschool. And the quote was, victory is not for our party. Victory is for our country. That was the quote by President yeah. Trump. And they can't put that in? No, no because of who he said it. Why He should have said yeah. like Barack Obama said it. Right, right, and right. They, they wouldn't well, even double check Woodrow it. Wilson said. In for, oh, we love him. They didn't put any Lyndon Johnson. So. Yeah. Lyndon Johnson said. Karl Marx. I'm going to have them. Karl Marx. <laughs> Karl, God. Karl God. Marx said. Yeah. Dude. Then they're like, hey, man. Yeah. I feel like he can't even have the Karl Marx conversation since he was born after 9-11 happened. I mean, that's when. I don't know, man. I think, I, think, I don't know. That's I don't good, know. I, I feel like, I feel like he's got a, I feel like he's probably got a handle on Karl Marx. Um, I mean, this is, this is what we need here, right? God, it's refreshing. Turn point USA, man. That's, this is who they're bringing up. Yeah. This is who they're bringing up. I they're agree. hitting these kids in college. They're making sure they know who they got. Uh, you know, uh, they're amassing their army mm-hmm. and uh, telling you, this is the future here. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I was, sorry. I was older than him. Than he is now on 9-11. Well, me too. <laughs> well, you too by a decade of what I'm saying. I'm having a, I'm having a problem with this, Jim. Yeah, well. But, yeah. I'm, but I'm glad. But here, here, this is police work, bro. Listen, <laughs> I remember the very first traffic stop I ever made with somebody who was born uh, after I started. Mm. I'm like, ooh. What? Yeah. Ooh. I'm like looking at, I'm scratching the license. I'm like, this has to be yeah. fake. This right. is a fake ID. <laughs> I got you, bud. I got you. <clears throat> so, okay, I'm sorry. This is what happens. We get sidetracked sometimes. So we were talking about your school, your schooling that you did. And uh, so then you come up here. Well, so you get done with that school. And at what point do you realize this is all bullshit, man? Well, I mean, it, I got active in politics when I, in a freshman year of high school. So instead of doing like your average, you know, school sports on Saturdays, I was going door knocking. And doing political internships and doing all that stuff. Met some of the greatest friends I've ever met in my life doing that, actually. And I mm-hmm. feel like I am the person I am today because of them. And You um, know, how much yeah. of that do you attribute to your father, making sure that you were civic-minded? Um, I, I think a lot of it went into that, just growing up in that a household. Because my mom, she's also a contractor for groups, uh, conservative groups out there also, uh, like Young America's Foundation yeah. and really? uh, Media Research Center. Okay. So I feel like I grew up in a pretty oh. political household. Oh, so I think I kind of had something to do with it. Right. Yeah. Pops you know what? Tell you, pops tell you how to tie a knot or is that, you know a, what? Or is that a clip on? No, it's real tie. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We're done here. Can you do me a favor? Go home and get your mom. <laughs> you bring her in here. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, there's something to be said for that, right? I mean, so your, your parents did not allow the schools to raise you. Your parents yeah. raised you with, with the values that parents should be raising their kids with now. Agreed. And here we are. 
Yeah. Here we are. You show up here at 20 years old wearing a suit. You're the first person ever in the history of this building. Well, maybe when it was built and they had the offices up front here, mm-hmm. but that showed up here wearing a suit. I mean, I tell you, I mean, that's, that's respectful right there. Nathan Manning was dressed up when he came in. Oh here. yeah. But he's, yeah. he's, but, it, but he's, he's sitting. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> well, and he's a politician and he's, you know what? I mean, he's already, he's already been exposed to, I've, he has to wear yeah. a suit. I've seen you in pictures with Nathan. So you've met him, you know, I do. I, I, Nathan's our dude. We like Nathan. I, uh, I was helping him with his reelection campaign for the August 2nd. I, I've lost track of who you helped. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. The only one that I am not impressed with that you helped is Bob Latta. I don't know, man. I, yeah. my problem with Bob Latta and, and all, and we're getting off here, but in all politicians is that I only hear from Bob Latta at election time. Well, that's let, it. Let me say this about Bob Latta. I, I think he's very quiet and I think he has a reason he does that. And I, I've had conversations with him. And one time we were having a conversation and something that really st- stood out to me was, you know, I was asking him a question and he said, I hold a position of trust, not a title. And that, that, that stood out to me. I mean, a, a lot of them might say that. It does. But it does. But- it, it did stick out to me that he said that. Um, he's also very, very cautious about what he does regarding uh, money and all that. So he's a very cautious, he's very careful. Um, but I think, I, I, I think he's not a bad man at all. I think he's a good man who's just may not know the full extent of what's going on, but I, I think, I think he's a good man. I think, yeah. he, I, listen, I'm not saying he's not a good man. Yeah. Right. There's a whole lot of politicians out there. that are good men. Yeah. Yeah. What we need now at this point in history is we need guys that are willing to go and have a bar fight in Congress. Right. Yeah. I need Bob Ladder to walk in there, take his coat off, roll his sleeves up and be like, who's first. Right. And then who's, who's first. Yeah. And who's next? Cause I'm going to keep swinging until y'all take me down. Right. That's what I need. That's what I need from Bob ladder right now. I need him to stand up and start taking this country yeah. back. Being quiet ain't going to do it. Yeah. Right. And the only time I hear from this guy is election time. Now I'm not saying he's got to go all nuclear like Jim Jordan every time. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, Jim Jordan's yeah. doing a great job, but Jim Jordan's Jim Jordan. Everybody yeah, can't be him. Can Jim right. Nobody can it's be Jim him. Jordan. Right. Yeah. Nobody can be a DeSantis. You know, nobody else can be a Donald Trump. No, no. But there's a happy him. medium there, right? Yeah, I understand. And right. and that's my only problem with him. And not just him. Any yeah. any of these politicians. And so anyway. So I'm sorry. Yeah. So I digress. So it says here, since arriving here in Lorraine County, you've been actively involved in leadership of the Republican of the Republican politics, and your political involvement has led you to discover that some elective officials in Lorraine County don't always act the way they should a problem you will seek to solve yourself. Okay. So that's, that, that, that's, a, that's big words for a 20 year old, right? I, I, like, and let's talk about the elephant in the room here, right? Who are you taking on? Eric Ross, Gary, big name. Yeah. Eric big Ross name. Gary. And I, I gotta be honest, you know, I think a lot of people are probably like, what in the world is going on here? Well, what office and is that? That's clerk of Elyria municipal court, the clerk of courts, clerk of courts. Now that, yeah. that seems like it's not a big deal. All right. Um, and, and really, for the most part, I feel like the majority of citizens out there probably aren't dealing with the clerk courts very often. Unless, right? unless they, if they get pulled over for DUI traffic ticket, sure. then they go pay the clerk of courts. Well, yeah. okay. They, but, they but they pay, they pay office. it, yes. but they pay it and then they're done. Exactly. They don't care. They don't care how the money's being mismanaged so much. All yes. they care about is, look, I just want to be done with this ticket. Right. Right. So most people aren't going to care about that so much, but and we say it here all the time, local government, 
the pyramids upside down, right? Local government has more bearing on your life than the federal Absolutely. government should ever have. Yes. Um, it should only be, in my view, the enumerated powers. And that's it, period, full stop. It should just be states should be able to do what they want. And it's called states' rights. And the federal government should do— Is that in the Constitution, though? What? States', states rights? rights? Yeah. Or, it is. I don't, I don't no, think it, it is. is. I don't think it is. I think the federal government has— I think the federal government has unwielding power. I think they can do, according oh. to the Constitution, the federal government could do whatever they oh, want, absolutely. whenever they want. You know, you make a really good point. Right. I, I, I so, agree. You know, we, we do agree. Right. But. <laughs> Look, you know what? That's how I know he's a Fed. He's just trying to get in now. He's just, yeah. yeah no, he's, he's like, oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're, right, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I've got my bench. No, listen, we're, we're big Tenth Amendment supporters here, man. Yeah. I mean, I, we, well, we had, uh, I don't know if you ever listened to it, and you, if you don't, you should. Um, the, the constitution study, it's a podcast. Mm. Um, and, uh, we had him on, um, we've had him on several times. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, uh, what did he say? 90% of the federal government, I think, I think it's more than 90% is illegal. I mean, if you're going by the constitution and what they are allowed to do, yeah, there because the like constitution, and we've, we've said it a million times, percent constitution the- doesn't grant rights. It's a limiting document. Mm-hmm. It limits what the federal government yeah. can do. And they just blow it off. Engel. What's that? Engel is his last name. Paul Engel. Paul Engel. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, yep. Go, if, yeah. so, yeah, if you're not listening to it, uh, it's an amazing podcast. Mm. It is an amazing resource. So awesome. that's our tip to you. <laughs> awesome. Do with so, it what you will. So Roth Grease had a six-year term when he was So voted. he was first elected in 2005. Oh, yeah. he's oh, he's been there a while. Yeah, no, so, I, and Roth Gary's a big name in Illyria, man. And that's hard to unseat. Well, I... Did he run unopposed last time? He's running unopposed since 2005. Do you know how many votes he got last time? No, I, I remember reading it was over, I think, over 100,000 votes, from what I remember. It was... It might, I might be wrong. I might have gotten... At one, added one too many zeros there. You did. Here's yeah. your problem. Yeah. 14,546 <laughs> yeah. votes unopposed. And it, So if you're, yeah. if you're running unopposed on my ticket, I don't vote for you. And I don't yeah, but it. it doesn't matter, right? It because does. all it takes is one person to vote for him and he's in. I, I think one thing to really remember is that there's over 100,000 people in this district when you combine the six townships. Yeah, but nobody uh, shows up in primaries. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the point. And that's your other problem is going to be getting yeah. out there, man. I mean, you Absolutely. are going to have to wear some shoes out, bro, because oh, nobody knows your name. I love door knocking. The so people, I'm well, for it. listen, that doesn't necessarily <laughs> work either. I, yeah. I, I hope it does. Yeah. We had Jonas Scholes on here yeah. and Jonas Scholes did some door knocking while Max Miller just sat down in Florida with the fat cats, right? Jonas Scholes got destroyed in the polls, destroyed yeah. because he didn't have the money or the backing that Donald Trump had. Now this is going to be a different situation. Mm-hmm. Donald, I don't expect Donald Trump to come in here and back a clerk court for Lorain County. Right. Yeah. But it, the problem you're going to have is apathy. People don't care enough to get involved to find out yeah. who you are. People are yeah. going to go in there and they're going to say, well, Roth Gary's, I know that name. Roth Gary's been here forever. He must be doing a good job. And they're going to vote for Eric Roth Gary. Yeah. Eric, right. Eric Roth. Yeah. There's a lot of Roth carries. I get, I get confused. Uh, So what's your, what are you going to do? How are you going to overcome that? How are you going to overcome the name? My my first question was why that, why that position? Why climb that hill when you could have went for city council in Ridgewood? Well, let me, let me say this. I think, um, well, the the thing about the Elyria Municipal Court District is that there's two Republican judges there, Gary Bennett and Bob White. They're both, they've been there a while. They're both Mm -hmm. Republicans. And if you, 
do a, if you look at the Elyria Municipal Court, it is a Republican district. When you combine it with Ridgeville, well, two villages and six townships, it is a Republican district, which is, and now it's it a matter is. of turnout. It, it's got, a matter of, if, if you can get, you've left out a big, you've left yeah. out a big, big, yeah. but, but Elyria. Well, I, 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 that's exactly right. And I think the way you win this is not by counting on getting, chipping off votes. I think it is by chipping off votes in Elyria but it's not so much trying to win Illyria because I think Illyria is Roth Gary's territory. Yeah. But I do not think that people in state places like Columbia township, I mean, where it is, it's a red township. It is red. It is. Township. So they don't have the numbers. Right. But I, I, well, I think but, combined but with, you're saying all the rest of the townships combined township. If you can get those townships behind you and you can convince those people, they need to come out and vote for you because Illyria Dismal turnout. Another thing. Dismal. In 2005, there was no mayor election in North Ridgeville on the ballot. In this year, there is. And I, I believe that, I, I, I think Kevin Corcoran will do relatively well in, sure. the, in, the, in his, his election. Mm -hmm. And I think that will only help the Republican uh, uh, Republicans down ballot. All right. So, that's All right. What I think. So, so we'll back see. to the question. Yes. Why, why the clerk's office? Well, at first I was like, I, originally I was going to run for school board because I saw, you know, a big need for that. And Always. I, the, there was somebody in the party who said, you should run for clerk of courts. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, why is that? Do you think I can do the job? And they're like, well, if you have good management skills and you know about the office, you'll be good to go. And then I'm like, okay. So then I talked to, a, I talked to a judge, two magistrates and another clerk out in Barberton. And I'm like, Okay, so do you think this is a good idea? And they overwhelmingly said, yes, absolutely. If you know what you're doing, you do your research, you'll be just fine. I'm like, this is different. Um, you know, I wouldn't expect a, you know, sitting, a sitting judge and two magistrates to say this. Um, so then I just started researching. I just went on the Ohio Revised Code. I started reading about what this clerk does. And it's very specific. There's a lot this clerk, clerks cannot do. They cannot, like... We do criminal justice. They can't like lower court costs. That's a big misconception. Court clerks cannot lower court costs, but they can uh, create a good case. They can get a good vendor for case management systems. They can make things more accessible to people. They can make it more digitalized. They can do a lot of different administrative tasks and it's more of a ministerial role. Um, but it's not so much, you know, we need to make the criminal justice system better. Like Reduce sentence. It's, they, they can't do that. It's a judge's responsibility. All right. So me sitting out yeah. here, it looks like the clerk's office is running just fine. I don't see yeah. any problems with it. Right. Well, are there problems with it? I mean, is there, is there some reason I should not elect Eric Rothgary to continue on with what he's doing? I believe, I believe the answer is yes. Um, and the reason I say that is one, one elephant in the room, I believe. And that's the fact that he has a history of just not showing up at work. And this is, is well documented as if you go on your Lyria telegram, you see Elyria Catholic high school girls basketball team did this and they did that. And you got to ask yourself, what does a head foot or basketball coach do? It's a lot of responsibility. I never coached a sports team, but from friends of mine who have, they're always busy. And I have no idea how you can be a clerk. And it's, I mean, it's a lot going on. You have to be responsible for the entire. Well, when you say he doesn't sport. show up for work. I mean, clearly yeah. he's showing up for work, right? Well, I, I think a lot of times it's to lower his, his subordinates that are doing the work. You're like, when you go pay uh, the cashier, they're doing the work and the chief deputy doing the work. The, what a lot of clerks do is they just hire a chief deputy and they do all the hiring. And they're the ones that just hire everybody and call the shots. 
Um, but one point that another clerk told me was, you know, things can go, things can be missed if the clerk is not there. And in my view is when you're being paid $130,000 a year to do a job, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of taxpayer dollars being paid to you to do your job. And for you not to be there is to me a waste of taxpayer dollars as an insult to the taxpayer. Are there problems at the clerk's so, office right now yes. that need to be addressed? So, Are there problems oh, that, that Eric Rothgary should be fixing, yes. but, but isn't in your I'm going to start with this, the website. The website has a copyright on it. It says 2001 to 2010 on it, and it does not have a .gov domain. A government agency does not have a .gov domain. It's not, the, it's not like, you know, the country's going to fall apart tomorrow, but it's not fixed. But how do you trust? I mean, how do you know that's actually the website you're going to if it doesn't have a .gov domain on it? It's like going to USA.gov. It's like USA.com. It's like, is this a tourist agency? It's supposed to be a government agency. So that's one of them. It's also very difficult to navigate. I uh, look through it and it's just, it's very old. It needs to be redone entirely. It needs to have a big button that says pay court costs here, not have to go click on five tabs to maybe get there. Um, there's a misspelling on it. Other day I'm going through it. They misspelled the word Illyria on it and I have a screenshot of it. So, you know, yeah. anyone tries to change it, it's there. They've literally misspelled. Yeah, we talked about that, right? The internet's it, forever. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's misspelled. So those are a few issues. That, but the biggest issue to me is the digitalization of the court. It is non-existent. And not a lot's happened. I mean, when you 12 years behind schedule on updating a copyright, what does that tell you? Is that Does that reassure voters that you can... You know, keep the court moving and in a, in a, in a moving forward into the 21st century. So you're I, I saying they need is. to be modernized? Absolutely, 100. percent It is desperately needed, and it's. I think it's the taxpayers deserve it. Frankly, okay. So. And that's part of his innovation. Innovation. Yeah. Initiate, innovate, and integrity. Right. Those are my so three. one is initiate. He says he pledges to extend outreach efforts to notify the public of important changes and information relating to the municipal court system and the clerk's office. Same thing. I mean, that's not, that's not lighting me on fire. I don't, I don't mess with the clerk's office. Try not to. Yes. Yeah. Right. But, I, but I, it's refreshing to hear you say this from the heart because when I was 20 years old, I was still making sure Jim Larkin was not behind me in a squad car <laughs> running plates. That's fair. Uh, so it's, it's refreshing and, yeah. and I'm glad to see it. So three is in tech. Cause I, I always fell for that when you would pull into a driveway, right? When I got behind you. I was always like, oh, that must be his house. Yeah. No. Well, it must be I his would, friend's house. I would run those plates and then go down one street down yeah. and just wait for you to pull back out. But I knew to just shut the lights off. <laughs> go inside. Knock on the door. They're like, can I help you? You're like, please let me in just listen, for a second. Listen, <laughs> mow your grass for like a week. Two just, weeks. Oh, just Three weeks. Me, just let me in and I'll run right out the back door. I promise. <laughs> integrity. Oh, that's great. That's one of his most prized yes. values. Absolutely. Greg pledges to embody integrity as a public official. Not just because it should be expected, but because the people deserve it. Absolutely. <sighs> Enter Jim Yawn. Okay. Oh, I've just I've heard this so many times. I'm 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 actually it, it, I'm tired now. Yeah. No, I understand. I mean, I I, I turn on the news and I hear that, and it's like ten minutes later they get elected. It's like right back to business as usual, corruption as usual. You know, I, I get Why are you it. different. I, why am I? Well, I mean, I think it goes back to my Christian beliefs. I'm, I'm a non-denominational Christian and I, I consider that my most prized belief. All right. All I right. believe. I, I, no, no. See, I can get behind that. Yeah. I'm not the most religious guy. Yeah. But That's I don't okay. believe in organized religion. Yeah. I don't. Non-denominational? Different. I am non-denominational and I, I've gone to Baptist church. I currently go to an assembly of God. Have you church. ever been to a black Baptist church? 
No, but I'd, it sounds really. I want to go. Music I'm not really even kidding me, dude. Really, you I really want to. Let's yeah. do a show from there, Jim. I do. <laughs> I want to. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Yeah. Me and Jess were sitting there. We we're watching some show, and there was a there was a Black Baptist church, and everybody is just yeah. singing yeah. and dancing, and I'm like, man, that is my that's my vibe right there. Well, when yeah. you go down south, oh yeah, for retirement, you you'll have find no one. idea. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be like Steve Martin and the jerk. <laughs> It's just gonna be a bunch of black folks around me singing. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, I do. Damn. Don't don't laugh. It's like Forrest Gump and the Black Choir. Did you remember the yep. scene? Yes, yep. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's me. He man. doesn't know the the jerk is. You know, Steve Martin, the jerk. No, no, it doesn't ring a bell. I watched Steve Martin. Doesn't movie. ring a bell. He's like whatever, boomer. No, 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 no. I, I, I will say though, I have watched Steve Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Great oh, movie. Okay, great mm-hmm. movie. That's great movie. Mm-hmm. All right, Meet the parents. Yeah, love that. Oh, movie. all three of them. Yeah, three. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. three of them. I watched all of those. So I like Steve Martin. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, it's all right. So it can be done when you're I young. Bet you are. Okay. Right. What? You know, you know Chase Ridnour. Okay. If you don't, it's probably because he's already became politically connected. He was the safety service director in North Olmstead in his 20s. He became mm. mayor of Lorraine at 26. Wow. Did one term and then half of another term and then got paid by Republican Chicago. <laughs> and he left when his, before his term was even over. And that's why they have Jack Bradley as a mayor there now because really? Chase Ridenauer left. Huh. Uh, I would love to talk to that kid and kind of see where his mind was because. What's Ridenauer doing? He, he got a big salary job in Chicago with, with Republic. I don't know if it's Republic Steel or Republic Services, but I know it's Republic. We know people in Chicago. I bet we can find them. Okay. That's right. Um, but but still, these Democrats. So Republican it's, and Lorraine it's, is a foreign concept. <laughs> a very foreign concept. I'm just saying. It's hard. No, no. He's not a Republican. Yeah. Oh, he's not? No. Oh, no, okay. No, no. He, oh, he works oh. for a Republic. He oh, works for oh, Republic, oh, okay. but yeah, he's a Democrat. Right. Yeah. He's a Democrat. He, and he was <laughs> ain't no yeah. Republican winner Lorraine, Jack. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know, you know, when you get the job as safety service director, it's you're appointed by the mayor in most in yeah. most uh, yeah, yeah. cities. So, uh, so I don't position. know. I don't know who the mayor was that appointed him for it. Um, but the kid's a pro. He was a professional. So it can be done in your twenties. You know, you may be early to the party. Um but, but, but he did it. So there's a friend of mine, if I could just say that mm-hmm. is in West Virginia and he is a sitting, sitting state representative and he was elected at 20, 19. Oh, it happens. Yeah. So it, it's, you know happened. what, let me, yeah. let me also say this. There is a community somewhere. I don't remember where it is where they elected a dog as mayor. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't have a lot of faith in the voters. Yeah. Uh, a lot of low, low information voters oh, yeah. out there that are willing to elect a dog. So Hillsdale elected a 18-year-old mayor, 20-year-old mayor in Hillsdale, Michigan, where Hillsdale College is. Is he still mayor? No. Yeah. No. One term and they're like, bro, you got to go. Exactly. But bro, bro if you've never happened. seen the jerk, yeah. you got to go. Look, I'm all I'm all about giving young guys a chance, but yeah. you got to also have some experience, right? Oh, absolutely. And now let's talk about your experience a little bit, right? Absolutely. You, this is not your first foray into politics. No. How many campaigns do you think you've worked on? Just give me a rough estimate. Eight, nine. Something like that. Big campaigns, congressional campaigns. Congressional, Senate, governor. Yes. Lieutenant so, governor. That's my first uh, paid position was on a lieutenant governor campaign. Field, field, uh, regional field director. So are you a politician? I like to consider myself a statesman more than anything. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. All right. That, that That's a good answer. <laughs> that actually, you just took the wind out of my sail. I, <laughs> all right. All right. So we don't like Republicans on this show. We don't like Democrats. We don't like politicians, right? We surround ourselves 
with losing candidates. And the reason we surround ourselves with losing candidates is because they're not Republicans. They're not Democrats. They recognize a problem in this country and they're here to fix it. They don't care what your party affiliation is. Uh, was it Jonas Scholes? We had him on. Do you know him? I do. All right. Well, did I you, met him. I, I, I liked him. I support He him. was just on a couple weeks ago. Did you buy his book? I did not. Then I heard you better about go it, get it. Common Sense for a Dying Nation. I'm going to follow awesome. up with you in a week. All right. All right. I will Why are you it. laughing, Jack? I ain't kidding. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying I'm going to get it. All right. Get it. You worry. get it. It's only 74 pages long, and it's patterned after Common Sense by Thomas Paine. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Listen to me. This is no bullshit. I don't get paid for this. This is a blueprint to save this country. You buy that book. You understand that book. You study that book, and you share it with your friends. That is how you save this country. He is not relying on politicians to save this country. He's relying on Americans to save this country. All right. So I understand you're running on the Republican ticket. Where are you at politically? Well, I consider myself a um, constitutional, biblical constitutional conservative. America first. I lean a little bit, a little bit libertarian. I work for a libertarian leading candidate named Nick Freitas, who is a amazing uh, state representative of Virginia. Um, so that's why I align myself. I, but I, 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 again, my, uh, my first and foremost beliefs are in, in Christianity. And I understand it's not, it's not, you can't legislate your faith. I understand that. But I think if you haven't, if you're a Christian, you are, I want to say more, you're more, I mean, there's some people who are not as religious as they could be, and they're still good people. Um, but I think integrity is a for, fundamental, uh, it's, it's, it's in the commandments, you know, thou shall not lie. I believe that's integrity, you know, not lying. That's just, that's a foreign concept in politics, not lying. Sure. DC, it's like the town of lies. It's like lies everywhere you go. Um, so I, I just believe I'm different just simply because my root, my belief in my belief in uh, Jesus Christ and operating by his words. Look, I am not religious. Dan's not religious. Yeah. Right. But, and I, I don't know, I, we've never really talked about this. I can tell you I am not religious. Okay. I do believe that this country was in a lot better shape when religion was, was involved, right? When people were, I don't believe that I need a Bible to tell me how to live. I don't believe I need God to tell me how to live. I don't believe that, you know, I mean, the commandments are a great, great rule book, um, I don't have to be afraid of burning in a lake of fire to live a good life. Okay. But with that said, when you had religion in school, when these kids were being taught the 10 commandments, right. When, when, when they were pledging, uh, when they were pledging their allegiance to America under God, we were in a lot better shape. These kids were being raised, right. There was a lot more respect right? When parents were taking their kids to church, there was a lot more respect. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a God. I'm not saying there's not. I, I can't explain a lot that's going on out here, right? And we're about to have, um, after you, we're going to be interviewing Lindsey Graham, not the senator, uh, Patriot Barbie. And that was one of her reels that she had up. She says, look, you believe in karma. You believe that if, if people do bad to people, that that bad will come to them. You believe in the universe, right? The universe working for you. I believe in all those things. And her challenge was, look, for, I don't remember exactly, but she said like for a month, change the way you think. Instead of the universe looking out for you, 
Think that God is looking out for you. Instead of karma, think that God is meting out his justice, you know? So could there be something bigger? Probably. Yeah, nothing's bigger than that asteroid that's going to come and tear this earth apart again every 12,500 years when we cross through that that asteroid belt and it resets civilization. Talk to him then, Chief. I'm a little more religious than Dan, I think. Talk to him then. But, okay, so. But what, what, what I'm saying is, listen, what I'm saying is that don't ever back down from your faith. All sure. right. I, I believe that this country is in better shape with faith. I do. I, if we eradicate God from this country, we're done. We're done. You, you eradicate God in, in this country. You, you can eradicate organized religion, but when you eradicate something higher, a higher calling, we're done. Mm-hmm. We're done. I, I believe that. I do. So we're, anyway, we're a thousand years removed from Incans and Mayans sacrificing people at the top of the <laughs> exactly. Mountain. I don't want to hear it. So let's let's digress. Jesus, here we go. <laughs> let's digress and 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 finish this off with how we will. Your sister is so mad at you right now. Let's talk about how we will reach out to the younger uh, generation of kids. You know, your group. Yeah. What do you What do you consider? Shit, you're so young. What's the new one? Well, I, I think it's... What's your generation? My generation is... No, what's a name? Yeah, generation Gen, 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 Z, yeah, Gen, Gen Z, Gen X. You're Gen Z? Yeah. Mm. So you're not even a millennial? No. Millennials are like... <clears throat> millennials were... Like, what, 25? Yeah. Something 25 yeah. plus? Yeah. Something along those lines? You and I are... Like, you're Gen X for sure, and yeah, I'm like Gen on X. the cusp. But I consider 1980 being on the, on the, being a Gen Xer. Oh yeah. Let's talk about the young Republicans real quick because we're going to have to roll here in about 10 minutes. So let's talk about that. Um, I, I know that you've taken issue at times with turning point. Um, some of the things they've done, which is fine. Um, but for the most part, turning point USA is doing great work. Yes. I've um, come, yeah, I've come to learn that. Um, yeah. Your mom is working with uh, young Young America's Foundation. Young America's Foundation, right? Uh, I mean, doing great work. Yeah. How do we keep these kids engaged, man? How do we bring these kids up? Well, how do we combat yeah. what they're getting in school right now? I think it's a fundamental problem in education, like you just said. And the reason I say that is because, you know, I think, how do I put this? Like I said before, when I was growing up in well, I mean, I'm still growing up, but you know, what was like I, back in my day? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, pop. Tell them, but <laughs> keep it going. Like when I said that I asked my friends and they, they, they I asked them if they were learning and they said no. And I think that is straight up the problem. I, I think when kids don't feel like they're learning and they don't feel like anything, they're not, nothing's, no one's trying to help them be better. And nobody's trying to, you know, teach them things they need to know. Like, you know, in high school, when you're still learning, you know, general education and you want to, you want to start exploring what you want to do in your career. And then there's kids who graduate high school and have no idea what they want to do. I, I take problem on that. You know, I, I think that by the time you graduate high school, you should have some kind of idea what you want to do. That way you can pick a major in college and be the best you can be at that. And two things I like to go with. What is, if I don't want to go to college, Greg? That's, the, or, or vocation. I, that's a very good point. I, I, you, you either want to, let's say you were college is dance. college is not what it was no, back in the day. It's not. And college is, yeah, it, that's the college is just like, we're going to teach you a bunch of classes. You don't want to learn so we can make money. That's all it is. I mean, it, it, in some case, a medical school is a little bit, a little bit different, but I mean, I don't want a doctor that hasn't gone to medical school. That's yeah. We don't well, want sure. That. And you know what? I've but, got a daughter who's a nurse. 
Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want a nurse who hasn't been to nursing school. Right. right. Yeah. I have another daughter who's in aviation. I don't want a commercial pilot flying me around that hasn't gone to flight school. Might, so, might be happening pretty soon though, the way they're getting pilots. Oh well, yeah, yeah. That's United true. Airlines. They're yeah, like, yeah. all right, listen, if you've ever played flight simulator on the computer, <laughs> give us a call. Give us a call. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you understand, if you understand that hitting the F key on the computer will drop your flaps, give us a call. <laughs> These planes are going to be nothing but just a computer keyboard in front now. And you're just going to be like, yeah. Joystick. Or it's going to be like Tesla Auto where you're like, take off. <laughs> it takes off exactly. Boom. Boom. Exactly. Then yeah. we can all do it. Ugh. So that's the thing. We need to reach out to these kids to, to, to get them turned around because we're already yeah. in a deep hole. Let me, let me just, let me just say this though. So I think it, it, it's based. Hey, in go the, interrupt Dan. Son oh. of a bitch. Go ahead. No, no, oh, okay. no, you do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't take that shit from him. But I think, I think How it is. How are you ever going to walk into Congress and punch somebody? Right. You never punch somebody. Wow. <laughs> you know what we're going to do when we're done here? So just so you guys know, just stay on for the video. You're going to want to watch the video because when we're done here, Greg's going to take his jacket off and he's going to punch Dan right in the mouth. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's, see? It's, it's going to be fun. He's yeah. excited about it. He actually yeah. called me earlier and he's like, do I yeah. get to punch Dan? I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's Good, but so. <laughs> no. I so I think it is the learning aspect. I don't. I don't feel. I don't think kids. I think they're having trouble finding meaning. And I think when they lose track of what is important, I think they're open to being you told anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when True. they when they're open to when they don't when they feel like they're lost, and 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 some leftist comes to them and says, you know why you're you're not doing well because you're black. You're not doing well because you're Hispanic. You're not doing well because you're an a. And they're they're open to believe anything. Because the teachers just want to see grades and they just want all this academic BS is exactly what it is to kind of shape everything. But they don't realize that there's more to life than just academics. It's learning how to be a person. But isn't this the end game actually from the school? I mean, isn't this what the school wants? They want, it's like basic training in the military. Yeah. Don't they want to break these kids down so that they can form them then in their own They, they also don't want them to have a religion so their religion can be their God. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I think another thing is society also tries to get kids to be more submissive. They like, for example, and, and this is something, a personal thing that happened to me. It's like, don't tell a teacher of a problem or no, tell a teacher if you have a problem, don't deal with it yourself. And or don't mom, tell your parents. And my mom says, no, he needs to learn how to deal with his own problems. That's ridiculous. Because one time there was a kid who was making fun of me and I pushed him into a desk. <laughs> Did you push him harder than that or? No, yeah, it was, it was harder than that. But my mom is like, well, if you guys aren't going to do anything, well, this is what's going to end up happening. Yeah. This is just what's going to end up happening. Yep. And this is why violence. Dan, stand up. I want to see how hard he pushed this kid. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I think violence is, is happening. I think this is why our schools are just like, a lot of times are like war zones. Metal detectors everywhere. It's, it's, a, it's, it's impossible to get kids to be focused in class. And they diagnose with ADHD. And I, I understand it's a real thing. It is. But I, I, I do believe that in some aspects it is overdiagnosed. And what happens is they, they just die. If you don't want to learn something, you don't want to learn. They say it's ADHD. That's Listen, there's happening. not enough punching in the mouth yeah. going on right now, right? Yeah. As you pushing that kid, I'm hundred percent on board with schools need to get out of the way of that. Yeah. Right. There's not enough consequences for bullshit actions. Yes. Right. Um, nobody can touch anybody. Everybody has to accept everybody. Uh, you yeah. know what? Hey, this kid was a boy for the first 10 years I went to school. Now he's a girl and I have to call him. She, you know, I, there's not enough, man, the schools, how, how do I say what I want to say here? The schools are, are turning the kids into robots, Absolutely. right? This is how you're going to respond to this. This is how you're going to act. Look, if you've got a problem with a kid wanting to be called she, 
you should not have to call this boy she, right? You should be able to retaliate against a bully who is bullying you. But the schools don't want that, man. Yeah. They don't want that. Listen, just be a good citizen. Absolutely. Right? Everybody just wear your, your white jumpsuit, come to work. Yeah. Everybody walk in lockstep to the next class. That's what they want. Yeah. They are just sending liberals out of the door as quick as they can mold them. They want government. They want people to be compliant, compliant. And submissive to the government. Buddy, I got a shirt and, from Patriot yeah. Gear that says tyrants don't create tyranny. Compliance does. Yeah. And that is true. I think there's a quote by Edmund Burke that says, um, what was it? It was when good men do nothing, evil triumphs or something. Sure. It's not that it's not the exact quote, but. Um, but it, it's, it's, it, I think that quote is like highlights everything what goes on today. Society wants submission and wants compliance. Schools want submission and want compliance. Look, and no. that's exactly, and who is the most vulnerable to being taught stuff? Sure. Children. That's, and they they're ha- the easiest they, to catch and they're easiest to indoctrinate. And listen, man, parents are working. Uh, I mean, who, who's, who are the kids going to for this? They're going to their teachers because dad comes home, mom comes home from work. They might get a TV dinner. Or, oh, that's back before your day. The meatloaf TV dinners were fantastic. The corn used to get a little too hot, but the rest of it was just, oh no, the apple crisp. Remember that? Oh God, burn the hell out of your mouth. But anyway, you know, you get a hot pocket for dinner. I've had, I've had that. And parents are tired and they just go to bed. Yeah. And then where do you go the next day? School. And then you do it all over again. Where do you go to the next day? School. And for eight hours a day, you're getting it pounded into you. And another, another thing to remember is food for a minute. I mean, in this country, we have some of the worst Food. Oh, it's horrible. It, it, and it's. And Have it, you seen it, those pictures on Facebook yeah. that, uh, of like beaches back in the 60s versus beaches oh, now? Yeah. It's when like, everybody's like. They're all skinny the and they're all buff and not a fat person to be seen. Right. Now yeah. the beaches, nothing but obese people. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we digress. Um, Sugar is. It is a really good show called Food Inc. on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. It. That highlights the problem we have with food in this country and why everyone's. Whereas a lot of, there's an obesity crisis. I'm not calling, I'm not, I'm not trying to fetch him. I'm just saying we do have a problem. Uh, you know what, you man? Know? There was yeah. John Burke he used to be, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's still big on Instagram there, but he was big on fat shaming. He's like, yeah. look, why are we accepting this? You know what? Yeah, like Lizzo, you want to go oh. out there and you are, <laughs> oh, you are wow. morbidly obese and you're wearing leggings and you don't want anybody talking about you because now you're fat shaming. Don't wear leggings. I mean, that. why do yeah. I have to accept this? Right. That's another thing. Fat shaming is another. You can't shame anybody for anything in this country yeah. anymore. There is no public square. There's no public humiliation anymore. Oh, anyway, listen, where can people find you um, for your, uh, your clerk run? So you can find me at fanningforclerk.com and that's fanning with a four. Uh, I also have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, if you're <laughs> if you're really technical, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And you can read about what I want to do in it. And it is, it's my, my platform is initiate, innovate and have integrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do want to talk about that and you're, you're a little bit hesitant, like, wow, I've heard this, this line before reach out to me. My the number that goes directly to my phone is on the bottom of the website. It says contact and the email. I will read it. I will respond to it. Um, because I believe that if, if, if a, if a candidate is not going to respond to a message on their email, how are they going to do the job? How the, are they just going to ignore their constituents if they get elected? So reach out. I love to listen to new ideas and how That's to make fair. the court system better. Listen, so. I've reached out two or three times now to a guy who's running against Donald Trump and I want to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. Crickets, right? Absolute crickets. You're, you can't tell me this guy. And now I, I get it, man. He's on national shows. He's, I get it. He's busy, but he's got a staff. 
nobody's reading his messages. Nobody could reach out and just say, yeah, look, your reach isn't big enough. Okay. At least reach out just crickets. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Reaching out is a big thing, man. Absolutely. If, it, There's you know, so many campaigns like get involved. And they're like, well, just send us a email to like info at, you know, idiot for Congress. And it's like, you are an idiot. You can't even respond to an email. Right. It's like, well, how many politicians you, have we, have we sent messages out all to? All of them. Right. Crickets, bro. They can't yeah. even get back to us. Nope. And one of them, I'm not going to mention him here, was, was our politician and has not gotten back to us. One of them told me to my face that he'd be on the show and then cold shouldered me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That son of a, yep. do you want to use his name? No, not yet. All right. All right. So what are we looking at? What's your vision for, for a Leary municipal court? I mean, how, why should we vote for you? Well, I believe with my experience, my plat, my, my vision and my fight, I believe I'll be a suitable candidate. Uh, I have experience, you know, seven years in politics. I also worked in special events and retail. Uh, I'm also running young Republicans. I believe that amount of experience together will make me a good suitable candidate to run an organization. Um, I believe I have a vision which is in, in, initiate, innovate, and have integrity, a vision to, you know, make the, bring the courts into the 21st century and actually be accountable to the taxpayer from who pays everyone in that office. And I believe that I have the fight to take on the Democrat, which is Eric Rothkerry, November, a, who has a very good name ID. I won't deny that, but I believe that he's running in a Republican district with a lot of pissed off people, <clears throat> maybe not just Republicans, maybe it's independents and Democrats too. Maybe they want to take a step in another direction and go forward with a somebody who will actually show up to work, somebody who will actually be present, be on hands on making the court work for them. So that's what I believe. I believe that I have a vi- I have a vision, experience, and fight to go take on a Democrat and win and move Illyria's municipal court. Oh, man, right I wish you luck. I wish well, you luck. You. And I know it's a stepping stone. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that you probably got bigger bigger fish to fry here in the political realm as things go on. But uh, well, I, I I think it's. I would never move on before the mission is accomplished because I believe that as long as the the court does not run, how can, why would people trust me? If let's say I do decide to go up higher, why would they trust me to move higher? If I can't even get the thing I want it done for the first election. That is a good point. Then then, then at some point it's like failed promise. This one failed promise failed. That's like, why do we keep electing that person? So I'm not going anywhere until the court is back in, in suitable order and working for the right people. On. So. All right. Mm-hmm. We are on our way out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you guys like, make sure you share this thing, uh, share it with your like-minded folks because we need it. Um, go to fanning, uh, yeah. Fanning four, number four, fanning four clerk.com. Learn more about Greg here and uh, we'll let Madison rising. Take us out. Look them up on, uh, look them up on Apple music and uh, look up their new band made to rise. Um, here we go. Can you see by the
call a bundle of hay in a, chur- in a church. What do you call? What do you call it? Christian Bale. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. Wow. <sighs> welcome to Pop Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. So Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I got to bring you two on as my hype men all the time. Oh, all you have to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave the, the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves.